When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The drive is safe. I should be doing a roll call on this week's edition of the driver's seat because uh, we've got a nice little happy family today. Both of you boys, you've uh, so Maddie, you obviously had the week off last week. Um, I did, uh, and for everyone that was texting in, it's very kind of you, but no, mm. he, uh, it wasn't a circumcision as uh, some people did suggest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you, I ha- having had the test that I needed to have done. Um, which I do get every year, and they just happen to <laughs> allocate it this time on a Wednesday night right before the show. Yep. Um, I got the wonderful opportunity to actually drive home listening to you clowns uh, <laughs> speaking live. There were a couple of things. The circumcision one, I nearly spat my wheat bix. Uh, and then there was one, I think Malcolm dropped the bomb about having to go get a GoFundMe page or something like that. So I had some success with women. I think that's the nice way to put it, Steve Johnson. But, hey, the text messages were sensational. The messages were sensational. I've got a lot of them um, through Facebook as well, private messages. So thank you for everyone for your uh, concern. But I am fit and well. And uh, big thanks to Malcolm, Stevie J, because wasn't sure how Mal was going to go on the co-host, whether we would actually get to have a show this week. Uh, but you boys, you boys put on a ripper. I was laughing, especially with, uh, was it Seaman, Dick Seaman? Yes. And yes. you being unable to speak. Former for, race car driver. <laughs> Former yes. race car driver. Yes. And I, you being unable to speak for about five minutes. Jeez. <laughs> right. uh, you know what? Well, very funny. You know, we need, we need to class it up a little bit because there are, there are a couple of people that are texting in at the moment. And thank you for doing that because obviously everyone is talking about the rugby league. But uh, we mm. do. Hey, ha- can I do it? Can what? I do it? Go on. I know we're in Queen. Can I do it? Go on. Queenslander! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, which is which is ironic because our first text is coming from New South Wales, so you've just gone and pissed off Dwayne. Uh, but anyway, well, let's get the show back on the uh, back on the straight and narrow because we got to get to our feature interview. This is a bloke that has been well. Do you want to say that he was integral in Gen Three? Because every time last year when Gen Three was mentioned, this bloke was there driving either a Mustang or mm. a Camaro, but. The bigger news for 2023s, he's back on the grid. He's going to be in Darwin in a wild card. It was backed by Super Cheap Auto. He's making his return to the main game. Please welcome the one and only Zane Goddard. Hey, guys. How you going? Didn't, didn't know what I just signed up for. I just heard that chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very yeah, no, well, and see, listen, Zane, have you been on the show before, Zane? Yeah, we got, him on, show, yeah. we got yeah. him on last yeah, year. Before. Last year, there we go. Yeah. Uh, you got to remember with the driver's seat, Zane, that when you listen to some podcasts within the motorsport stuff, they're all really serious. And yeah. I like to think of them a little bit like 60 Minutes, whereas 
the driver's seat's a little bit more like hey hey, hey it's Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Hey hey, it's Saturday. You didn't realise that. But Zane was born in 1999. But look, yes, he's too young. But anyway. South Park. Yeah, a little bit like South Park. There you <laughs> go. But Zane, hey, mate, congratulations. Big news. We, we obviously knew that you were going to be uh, teaming up with Lounsey for the Enduros, but I don't think any of us knew that you were going to be getting yourself a wild card. So you get to come back and play in the main game in the super cheap car. How good? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's obviously been a fair while since I've done my own sprint round. I think it's like Sydney 2021. So, yeah, it's been a fair while. So it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to getting stuck in, racing against some of the guys I used to race against and yeah, hopefully get some good results. Hey, mate, uh, obviously it was a shock, you know, obviously coming back. But um, I think that's a pretty big effort from, you know, T8 to build mm. a third uh, a third car that's uh, obviously they're all brand new this year they're still going through a lot of development stuff but big effort to be able to you know get a, a third car on the grid for a wild card for you to uh, to get some miles before the Santa Ana Bathurst Enduros yeah 100 percent you know Ty and Braden my number one number two they were flat out getting the car ready you know it was literally the day before the launch it sort of all was in one piece and you know they've been working flat out so huge thanks for them um but yeah it's a pretty fantastic opportunity getting to do a wild card you know only five rounds in so yeah the boys have worked really hard boys and girls and um yeah i'm thrilled for the opportunity it's going to be unreal and I, not to put a too fine a point on it zach but i think uh uh, Zane. Uh, Zane, sorry. What did I say, Zach? Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Zach Brown on my screen. Zane. Um, when after we looked at Bathurst last year, brother, I think we all kind of looked across the table at each other and weren't overly sure what your future was going to be because that Bathurst accident wasn't ideal, uh, and you copped a bit of heat for that sort of stuff. But how good is it the Triple Eights? put the faith in and, you know, you're going to be heading forward in the probably the arguably the number one team up and down pit lane. That's that's not a bad comeback. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's fantastic. They sort of looked past for what it was, mm. sort of a racing incident and gave me an opportunity. And, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thrilled to be working with them. You know, they're the best in the business and I've got a lot to learn. You know, my co-driver or teammate, whatever you want to call it, Craig, you know, is the... Uh, as good as they get around Bathurst, so yeah, yeah, experience. Got to them all. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to sort of picking everyone's brain and coming out of the year a you know, better driver than I've ever been. So, mate, you, you're going to be taking part in a test day tomorrow, I believe, in the car, a bit of a shakedown, and and going to be up there with with the other supercars having, uh, I guess, the, the Queensland, Queensland teams, teams having yep. their first major test day. So. Um, you know, I think you've been part of the Gen 3 testing pretty much from the word go. Um, I mean, have you driven any of the the non, I guess... Prototypes? Prototypes, yeah. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. I mean, have you have you actually a driven... finished product? Yeah, a proper finished product hmm. yet? No, just the prototypes for me. So, yeah, I guess tomorrow's the first time for something a proper, you know, Triple Eight spec race machine. And so... It's going to be pretty cool. Um, obviously, most of my running last year was in the Mustang, as I was predicted. So, um, yeah, get some good laps in the Camaro. And, yeah, it's only one test day before Darwin, so it's going to be a lot sort of rammed into that one day. So, yeah, going to have to try to learn as much as possible, not just myself, but also Wade's my engineer. You know, he's sort of new to it all as well. So, yeah, a lot of learning curves. And, um, yeah, definitely expect it to be a big day tomorrow. What have you found with the team so far, Zane? Like, you, you've done the launch now, which was huge the other day. 
in Brisbane. I couldn't believe the crowd, Stevie J. The crowd was massive and you had the support of the other drivers and the other teammates, all that kind of stuff. But what are you finding about working with Triple Eight? Are they impressive, as impressive internally as what we're seeing on the track externally? Yeah, 100%. You know, their procedures and, you know, the, everyone's the best at their job. Like, it's it's not just the drivers, you know, the engineers are the best at their jobs and the mechanics are the best at their jobs. You know, everyone's at such a high level. But, you know, one other thing that's great there is just the environment. Everyone everyone loves working there. It's just a, it's a good vibe. And I feel like that's the thing that sort of stood out the most when I jumped in. I was sort of expecting it to be extremely serious and everyone, I don't know, <laughs> not have much of a personality, but everyone's, you know legends and um yeah everyone enjoys working there everyone gets on great and it's like yeah real good family feel so that's that's pretty cool hey you, so you have been out of the championship now mate for a couple of years um you know but that's this is a plum seat like it's it's you know probably as good a opportunity as what brock feeney i guess had mm. uh heading into uh mm. heading into triple eight mm. to, to have that seat so mm. um you know we've seen other guys grab a seat and take advantage of that and really use it to their advantage. Guys like James Golding, for instance, you know, he came in oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, filled that, filled that role and uh, took, uh, took out our, our good mate, Chris Pither there, didn't he? Took him out <laughs> and um, gave him some food poisoning and Golding jumped in and, um, and he's done a great job and, and subsequently has given him a plum full-time drive mm. since. Declan I mean, Fraser? Declan Fraser, exactly yeah. the same. Mm. Mm. Um, but uh, I mean, does that, Way in your mind? I mean, I mean, I know you're probably just looking at one event at a time, but does that, you know, resonate with you that this could be a great opportunity for you to, um, you know, maybe Kickstart, grab a like seat a, yeah. at um, at the Red Bull Racing Team because, you know, I mean, I know we know Brock sort of seems to be set there for a while and. Shane sort of is, but who knows, really, you know? So there's a lot of talk. Especially but with his NASCAR ride coming up, you exactly know? Right. He might end up going somewhere else. Yeah, so does that, mate, does that actually give you some sort of future vision? Yeah, for sure. You know, definitely weighed on the decision a fair bit. Um, I feel like Super Chief's intentions, you know, they've said it to me, is they you know, want to get three drivers back into sort of a main game to a seat. They did it with Brock and did it with Declan. Obviously, I'm slightly different circumstance, but... Yeah, their goal is to sort of try to get me back on the grid in some capacity. Um, you know, where that is, I'm not sure. Obviously, Triple Eight's got contracts on both their drivers, and they're both doing fantastic jobs. So, um, yeah, who knows where I'll land? But yeah, it's a fantastic seat that I'm in. It's a great car. You know, I feel like I'll learn a lot. And like I said, I'll come out of this year a lot better the driver than I'm sort of going into it. So yeah, hopefully that makes me a good prospect for someone. Um, who that is, I'm not sure as of yet. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not thinking about way too much at the moment. You know, I haven't even got one run on the board yet. You know, the first race is still coming up, so that's definitely my main focus for now. But, yeah, definitely want to maximise the opportunity. You know, it is a fantastic opportunity, and I realise that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting stuck in, you know, giving it my 100%. And, you know, I want to finish this year sort of knowing that I didn't leave any stone unturned. Wind the clock back. Zane, about four or five years ago, I reckon you and I caught up for a coffee at Paradise Point on the Gold Coast, and I asked you the question: You know, what do you want to do? What do you want? To, where do you want to go in your motorsport world? And you and you back then you said V8 Supercars, and I said, don't do it, mate. Get back overseas. Don't spend parents' money. Get the hell out of here. Do all that kind of stuff, which which is on record. I always say that to to, to young drivers. 
Yeah. Has your viewpoint changed now? I know you were, obviously you went on to be part of the MSR Superlight program. Um, you know, you, you've, you've had good positions in supercar P7s at Simmons Plains and P4s, and I think you made the shootout qualities, at yeah. Darwin. So some good quality stuff there. But is supercar still ingrained in your future, or would you would you now look overseas a bit more, uh, given that opportunities are so hard to come by in supercars? Yeah, I, I think still the number one is definitely supercars. That's you know that's where I want to be. It's you know the racing category I love. I love racing. You know it's door to door and it's good fun. You know these new cars, the racing looks you know fantastic as well. So that's still my number one preference. Obviously, all the overseas stuff is very cool. Uh, I went over to England a couple of months ago and sort of caught up with like people that I used to know over there, like my team owner and did a day with Rob Wilson and stuff. And that sort of reminded me how cool it is over in Europe and how mm. you know, big racing is over there. So in some ways, I sort of came back from that. Like, oh, yeah, I like Europe. It is good. <laughs> Wouldn't mind doing some racing there. But, yeah, I think, I think the priority is still um, supercars for sure. And what about, obviously, racing other things here, mate? I mean, we I know we saw you at the start of the year in S5000 with mm. the RM. Mm. Um, you know, is that something that you want to try to continue, even though you've got this drive now and you're obviously doing Darwin and focusing on that and testing, do you still want to try to get in other seats to give yourself some miles before, obviously, the Enduros come in uh, in September and then October? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's hard to find something that's very similar to a supercar. They are sort of their own thing. I wouldn't mind doing a bit of, uh, like, trying a TA2 or something like that. They look like good fun. Yes. When I was down in Tassie, the racing and that looked like a good time. So <laughs> wouldn't mind having a steer in one of them. Um, you were you were flagged to to maybe have a drive with Maddie McKeldon, mate, up in Darwin, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, there wasn't enough pillows involved to uh, to get you far enough forward <laughs> to reach the pedals. Or oh, harsh. Or <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough phone to put beside you to make you slop around the sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. He's a young elite no, athlete, <laughs> and I'm not, right? So it doesn't matter. Zane, we look at what you're doing. We're, you know, we're proud that you've, you've come back. And, and uh, what, tell me what success looks like for you for Sandown Bathurst and indeed for Darwin. I mean, what, what, what are you trying to get through to? What, what looks like a good weekend for you? Well, Lounsey's trying to say a podium at Bathurst, so <laughs> pressure's on there. Uh, but, um, yeah, look, I'm not, like, looking at it as a certain position, you know, finish sort of thing. It's just sort of want to finish each round knowing that, you know, I sort of did my best and felt like I drove well and represented myself well and, you know, represented Super Cheap and Triple Eight well. Um, mm-hmm. That's sort of the main priority for me, just knowing that I've done a good job, you know, even look at Shane and Brock this year, you know, it's these new cars, it is different every round, you know, Shane didn't have the strongest Tazzies, but, you know, you definitely, you know, in the previous car, it didn't happen as much. So it's hard to say, you know, Darwin, we might come out with an absolute rocket ship. We might not. So, you know, as long as I've done my hundred percent, team's done their hundred percent and, you know, whatever the result be is what the result will be. But, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting back out there racing. It feels like it's been a fair while, and it's what I love doing and didn't do much of it last year. So, yeah, I'm just thrilled to be back on the grid, and, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. And, yeah, it's a, it's a privilege that, you know, the team and Super Cheap have given me the opportunity. 
And and obviously, where's McDougal? He's your engineer. Mm. Uh, been around a lot, done a lot. You know, very cluey guy. Got was actually brain. yeah, was actually J Dub's engineer for his last full time year. So yep. has been there, knows the ins and outs of Triple Eight, and uh, I think you know probably you know looking forward, and you know how important it is to to strike that relationship and understand. Uh, the lingo between yourself and your engineer. And, and that's probably something that, um, you know, I think that he's definitely capable of, of giving you guys a good car and working well with the team. And I guess it's just a matter of you guys all gelling together, you know, pretty much starting tomorrow um, on track to, um, to, I guess, maximize those results. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I'm really looking forward to working with Wesmo again. Um, it was at MSR my first year I was there. He was working with Gary, but still had a lot of stuff to do with him. Um, yeah, really enjoyed working with him. He's a great engineer and, you know, really does does do a great job. And, you know, him having that familiarity with working at Triple Eight definitely sort of speeds up that process and me having a bit of familiarity with working with him sort of, yeah, it's a nice happy medium. So, yeah, it's, it's probably the perfect choice of engineer. Um, it's definitely an ideal circumstance. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to have him on board. Now... Uncle Matt sat beside you five years ago and put his arm around you, gave you some advice, and you completely disregarded it. <laughs> did you it give him any boiled no, lollies? No, I didn't give him any boiled lollies. He didn't sit on my knee. <laughs> well, I will say, let, let Uncle Matt well, have one more arm around the shoulder and say, now listen here, young Zane. The what One of the things I reckon that you might think about doing in your preparation is go mountain biking with Steve Johnson and the Johnson clan because <laughs> your, teammate, your teammate did that. <laughs> he yeah. broke ribs, he broke collarbones and went on to dominate the series for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I think if you want to be in peak preparation – Stevie J will bake, break out the electric bike because he doesn't like pedaling hard. You bring out the normal bike and you guys go race, You guys go riding together and you might get a result, I reckon, Zane. Listen, if I can skip the broken bones bit and keep the dominating bit, I'm all for it. <laughs> we're, mate, we're here to play. We're, we're here to make you guys mentally tough. Oh, there you go. That's what we're yeah. here for. Yeah. yeah. You can't break yourself yeah, in half and, and then go racing. And if you can't, well, you can't say that we didn't make... It? <laughs> well, well, you can't say we didn't make SVG stronger in the mind after that ride. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what that's what we were going to say. <laughs> that's what he says. That's all right. Metal plates, and now I guess it's stronger in some way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. There you go. Well, Zane, mate, we've well, uh, we've given us plenty of your time uh, on this Wednesday, mate. So uh, go out at the test day uh, tomorrow. All the best at Darwin, and uh, hopefully this leads to some bigger and better things. But if it, even if it doesn't, mate, you got yourself an absolute plum drive. As you said, Lanzi knows a little bit about steering around Mount Panorama, so uh, I think you've got a damn good co-driver there. So uh, best of luck, mate, and uh, hopefully we'll chat to you at, at the racetrack. Awesome. Cheers, Legends. Thanks for having me. Here we go. Zane Goddard joining us here on the driver's seat. Uncle Matt's advice. Well done. <laughs> oh, well done. That needs to be a segment, I reckon. <laughs> oh, dear. Can you imagine me giving advice oh, to anyone anymore? Did, yeah, yeah. Dear idea. But I tell you, in all seriousness... If you think of the last time, and as I said to Zane, on as we said there, you know, he, his his brand was a little damaged there for a while, rightly or wrongly. Public perception was that he was right in the middle of that accident at the end of the chase at Bathurst. Remember the last driver that Triple Eight picked up that didn't have a really good rap that got fired because no one thought he could drive. His name was Jamie Wincup. So clearly in the uh, hallways of Triple Eight, they're a decent talent spotter. Look at Brock, look at SVG, all that kind of stuff. Look at Declan. Uh, you know, Zane could be on a real good thing here. Who knows? And, we'll see what happens. And, like, let's put it this way. Like, when you think about all of the drivers that are mm. available 
that T8 could go, hmm, we want to put someone in the wild card. Yeah. Like, they picked, like, Zane was the top of the food chain for them there. So he... And was picked a long time ago, Nimsy. Wasn't yeah. picked just recently. It was named a long time ago that he was going to be in the in the wild card. So, yeah, I, I think for him and his family, it's a massive get. And he kept using the word great opportunity, and I think that is a great opportunity for him, and it will be up to him to make the most of it. Oh, you are 100% right there. Yeah, but, uh... yeah, he also said that a lot too. What, the opportunity? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Loves well, a 100%, does our Zane. Yeah. To me, well, oh, well, you know, he's gonna give it uh 99 plus one, uh, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. All right, we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause, but we will get to your text messages because they are coming in thick and fast. Mm. And thank you for everyone that has uh decided to jump on board um tonight because obviously, you know, it's a it's a big night in sport, it's a big night. Well, it is in Australia, it's a big night, whether you love like rugby league or not. Uh, State of Origin's huge. Yeah. State and, of Origin is huge. And apologies to Gabe's in the Hunter Valley. Uh, she says, listening live tonight. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. South Park, more so the banana splits. Has to be funny and food related. <laughs> oh, yeah. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. <laughs> remember the banana? You wouldn't remember the banana splits. Nimsy, you're too young. No, no, I don't. Banana splits were awesome. Look it up on YouTube. I'll, I'll have a cheeky look. Uh, hi, boys. It's safe to tune in after last week's show. That's from Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Lee, there was a couple of times last week where I was driving home where I said almost spat the wheat picks, and I thought, when I get older, Steve Johnson and Malcolm Owens, I'll do nothing to Malcolm. I'm going to throttle Johnson. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty close to the edge, you boys, last week. I felt like I feel like my role in here maybe is sometimes a police officer. <laughs> and when y'all weren't here, when I wasn't here last year, y'all went nuts. <laughs> it was very uh, And funny. how good was the show? Rated it was, it, I, hey, there, was, there were discussions during the week that maybe I shouldn't even show up. Just leave it to you and Malcolm. But he, I think Big Mel's in New Zealand now. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. Yeah. And if yeah. you're wondering why that took True. so long for the podcast to go, we had to run it through legal. We had to run it through. Uh... <laughs> Even Mrs. Mack listened to it and went, oi, you got to tell the boys to just calm the farm a little bit. <laughs> and uh, before we head to our uh, break, um, just for those that might not have State of Origin on at the moment, uh, it's going, mm. it's a good night for a Queenslander. I can tell you that. <laughs> 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 oh, calm down, JT. But do it, do it, do it very good, that laugh. He's got the best laugh. He's got the best laugh. All right, we'll take a quick break. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. I really love when our audience gets amongst... Uh, well, basically what we're about to sh- talk about, it's almost like I've sent mm. everyone that listens a rundown. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> and they've read it, <laughs> unlike us two. <laughs> but um, we got a couple of texts coming in. 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to be a part of the show. Uh, Gabe's in Hunter Valley has uh, texted in as well. Uh, well, the parody doubters say Kamara's are controlling the weather, given weather halted test day for Melbourne-based <laughs> Ford teams. <laughs> the cynicism, Gabe's. The cynicism. There's another one here to uh, Dwayne from Medney, New South Wales. I catch up on the pod. How's this for a thought? What would happen if Lounsey ends up on the top spot for Sandown or Bathurst? Repco would be spitting chips if the super cheap car was winning outright. <laughs> I'd be great. Got a good I'd point. love it. I'd love it because there's nothing they can do about it. So, you know, you can not You can have the, the main sponsorship of a series, but yep. if anyone wants to come along with a competing sponsor, that's not a problem. Now, that was from – who was that from? That was from where are we? Uh, Dwayne in Medney. Dwayne, and where, and where was he from? Medney, 
Medowi. <laughs> You've been reading English long? You ruined your track record there. <laughs> Never call us again, please. Never in your M-E- life. M E D O W I E. See, I, I kept thinking of Men- uh, Menonic Laser Clinic uh, in. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Menonic Laser Clinic. Yeah, right. it's, it's a thing. Anyway, um, here's another one from Tommy in Toowoomba. Thank you. Uh, let's go, Queensland. Currently in Sydney, so feel a bit lonely. Hopefully, I can see Matt on track on the weekend at QR. I'll be there, Tommy. Tell you Stevie right J's going to be there yeah. too. Yes. Stevie J's going to be there. So, Tommy, come down, bring a young fella down. We'll do the usual once a year photograph and thumbs up <laughs> and have a chat. Got posters this year too. Oh. So, your young fella can come and grab a poster if you wish. Mrs. Mack organised those during the week. I was about to say that. that Just for your young fella. <laughs> Tommy? Very, very cool stuff. But yeah, and also remember to check out the new Kubota underscore Australia underscore racing Instagram page. You can follow the links on our drive seat page in case you can't make it up to QR this weekend. You can follow that for all the cool behind the scenes well, stuff. And the only place you can do it because I'd love to be able to uh, post it all up on Kubota Facebook racing page, but uh, Facebook still have it under mysterious review for whatever reason. So, and I haven't been able to get it back. So, oh, well, we go to Instagram. Um, um, Here's another one too. Let's get, first off, we got to get to our Repco Authorised Service Centre hot lap. And now, this is the hot lap. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service Centre, the expert car service you can rely on. Book online at repcoservice.com. Now, we've got a text in. A message from Mark from Merrygum. He's uh, mm. jumped on board and says, hello, my Wednesday night family. Mark oh, Rushbrooks. Nice. That is very nice. Thank you, Mark. And like I said, it's almost like Mark has read the rundown beforehand because he knew we were mm. going to talk about this. So I thought he'd get in. Uh, Mark Rushbrook's own work, own words, sorry. Geez, I'm going great tonight. <laughs> You're going. And just by the by, Mark Rushbrook is the head of Ford Motorsport Global. Global. He is. Big man. Big, big swinger. Big, big the big top G. banana. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Every time he enters a room, it's like. Have you, have you, have you, have you um, but uh, he says, Mark Rushbrook's own words are telling, as quoted, we need to have that opportunity to win because it's important to our brand. If we're not able to win, if we don't have the opportunity to win, it has the risk of tarnishing our brand. So this is the question that we actually floated a little bit uh, well in the lead up saying that they can't get this parody thing right. Because at the moment, there's only one manufacturer that's actually all in on our sport. And that is Ford. And right now, it doesn't look like they're having the greatest of runs because they're currently at the wrong end of an 11-1 scoreline when it comes to race wins. It currently looks like the origin score as we speak, actually. <laughs> but um, <laughs> And once again, Blue's got nothing. But um, yeah. and, and the annoying... So what does that mean? What's the crowd saying, Nimsy? Queenslander! <laughs> Sorry, go on. But like... So this is if I was if I was Shane Howard and the big wigs at Supercars, I would be looking at these comments and thinking, "Oh, this could be a bit bit of an issue." But uh, uh, Mark and Merrigum's also gone to say, "Whispers are Ford are already out." So there's going to be two answers to this, Mark. And thanks for texting. And Mark is a regular texter and also comes out and says hello when we're racing at Winton. So g'day, Mark. How's the new baby going? Hope all is well. Um, I can't comment on the Ford stuff necessarily. I'm going to leave that to Stevie J. What I can say is that if I'm a PR person, which I probably consider myself somewhat to be, 11-1 ain't good reading. It's not a good look. However, and if it wasn't for an indiscretion in the pits, it'd be 12-zip. 
Correct. Because yeah, obviously on. Triple Eight got a Ford got hasn't bounced. actually crossed the line first legitimately yet. Right. Okay. So let's call it. Let's call it twelve zip because realistically that's exactly what it is. Um, that's unhealthy. I don't care what if if I don't care what's in the recipe. If the cake doesn't taste right, it's a bad cake. And when it's twelve zero, that is telling me Stevie J that the recipe is not right. Mm. Pure and simple. So. I know we've got the Camaro guys bleating and saying, do a better job, or the Ford guys. But that's, this, isn't that the them, standard but... response when someone's dominating? Of course. You know it would I mean? be the same thing for Ford if they were Triple A did dominating. the same thing when they were dominating, and then they weren't yep. saying the same thing when Scotty Mack was dominating. They were bleating and carrying on about yep. parity. You know yep. what I mean? So yep. it's, just, yep. it's just the game. It's the nature it's of the, the business. It's the way it is. But for you and I, an average Joe punter, 12 nil. No matter how the recipe is, Steve, that's a bad cake. It's absolutely a bad cake. And I I think I haven't got them in front of me uh, stat-wise, but I know that if you actually then now went into podiums, right? it's nuts. It's like, Even worse. It's like 20, 23 to 6 or 8 or something. You know what I mean? So, so, the, so are you saying that the only way realistically that a Ford has had any kind of contribution to – the podium is maybe by an opportunistic result rather than a performance-driven result. Oh, no, I think, you know, a couple of them have been, you know, they've been there legitimately. But when you get, I think, out of, if you if you look at the podiums for all the races and, you know, I th- as I said, I haven't got the numbers right in front of me, but I have seen them. It's something like mid-20s, 26 races or, or sorry, 26 people on the podium. Um, and out of that, it was, you know, it was like, not even tomorrow fest, forward. isn't it? Yeah. So could I say but, this? And I think even top 10s are even worse. Right. If you look at I know, yes, there's more Camaros than there are Fords, mm-hmm. um, but the the top 10 figures are, are crazy as well. Can I play devil's advocate? If you look at the Camaro teams that are winning, they are typically the dominant teams, except Erebus. No one expected Erebus necessarily to come out. In fact, oh, you made it, Stevie J, because I think you called it at the start of the year that they were going to be strong this year. Um, is what we're seeing, because Premier Racing haven't won any races. Uh, Brad Jones haven't won any races. So could it just be that with the combination of something like a triple eight uh, team that and, and an Erebus team that are just on fire, that it's pure and simple coincidence that, it's just those two teams winning right now. And we've had a lack of performance out of DJR and we've had a lack of performance out of FPR. And Tixie, except for Courtney, and, really. And, um, um, Groves, have, Groves have been knocking on the door but haven't quite got there. But there's no long-term. I mean, it's so hard because over the – so the, the Fords look like Stevie J. They're really good over one lap pace, but they simply can't have a full race pace. They can't right. put a race pace together. Yep. So that means the car's – hard on its tyres, it's not driving particularly well over a long distance, all of that kind of, can do one hot lap, but it can't do all of it. I mean, is it is that the reason why ultimately we're seeing it? Or is it a coincidence that we're just seeing the best teams happen to run Camaros, and so therefore they're winning? Well, I mean, when you look at it, the, yeah, the, the best team is running a Camaro. Oh, I guess you could call them the best team, you know. They've won the team's championship last few years in a row and won the championship exact, exactly the same, but um, you know, I don't think that you can actually be happy. And, and you know, yes, I've been forward all my all my life. But sure, but, but so, we all know that too, so, right? Yeah, so exactly. We get, but that's, I am, that's not up for debate. You know, I, 
It doesn't matter. You just got to look at the look at the numbers. Literally, look they at don't the numbers. lie, they, and they don't lie. They as don't simple lie. as that. You know, and the the guys like the SVGs and the Kastekis of the world, they're not dumb. They're not going to say stuff that's going to make supercars yeah, yeah. uh, uh, change or jeopardize the advantage that they've got. You know, okay. they're going to play it down, and they were playing. They were playing it down, and they were being uh, playing it down down the straights. You know, in the in the previous as in lifting, as in lifting down the straights to not make the the gap look as bad as what it is. But then when you get other guys at the front that that just want to be there that that aren't accustomed to being there, like Bryce Ford, he drove away down the straight from a couple of Mustangs in the tow by two or three or four car lengths. So, um, you but know, wouldn't you see wouldn't supercars see that in data? Wouldn't they be able to yeah, pull the data and say, yeah, well, that's well, why they're still doing all these tests. So it's good for TV, right? I understand the lifting for TV, so it looks competitive and all that kind of stuff. And so, therefore, there's less of a discussion of parity on, based on TV results, all that sort of stuff. But you just got to pull the data and have yeah. a look at Shane's lifting 5% off throttle or yeah, whoever. Do. And it's the same when, it's the same when they were doing uh, all, the, all the testing, you know, and, and with the, the supercars, I guess, the prototype cars, um, when the Ford drivers were driving the Camaros and the Camaro drivers were driving the Fords, you can see them. Get in their own car, their own brand, yep, and drive nine and a half tenths, and Ugh. then you see them get into the opposite brand and drive at twelve tenths. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, that's it's a why. And I said to Mal um, and Nimsy on the show last week, I said the only way you're going to fix this uh, is not by having anyone that's got skin in the game. Yeah, you need yeah. independent and and fix a wind it. tunnel as well. You too. need independent, and you need a wind tunnel, and you need to do it properly. As Andrew Medeke said to me once, if there's a horse in a race called self-interest, back it. Mm. It's going to win every single yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. So so I ask you, Steve, because you are certainly the closest to any of this. Is it a mess? Is it fixable? When are we going to see it? What are you hearing? Oh, it's fixable. I'm not hearing anything, to be honest, Matty. You know, I, uh, um, you know, I don't know anything about the – the Ford side of things and the whispers that they're already out. I don't think that's true, but I don't, you know, I, I can't say wholeheartedly here. Yes or no. I don't know. Um, yeah, of course it's fixable. I mean, we saw this sort of stuff at the start of, um, 2019 with the future the, with Mustang car, the future as you know, well. And Mustang. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it is fixable. It's just, people have got very short vision of what happened previously. Yeah. The short memories. Correct. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's yeah. been going. It's been going back since, oh, a long, long time ago. Since the the start of it, since the start of the era when the EBs were were out. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, yeah. it was all going back there with all their little winglets on their front spoilers, and then it went to the ELs, and then they got their under trays cut back. And well, there's, it's just, <laughs> it's been going on for for decades. So <laughs> do we? Do, and it's clearly an emotive subject, Stevie J and Nimsy, because our text line has lit up with with text. Coming every coming from everywhere. Can I just but, quickly point out one from Lee here? Said if Ford wanted a car that wasn't performing, they could have saved a million and just run an AU. It's an AU <laughs> Wasn't the stats of that twelve nil? Yeah. <laughs> well, you were in the middle of that, Steve. Yeah. I mean, uh, so so do we? Ha- do we all just have to take a deep breath, Stevie J, and say to our fans of the sport, folks, please be patient. We're not going to get. This is clearly not. Is this what supercars needs to say? Clearly, at essentially twelve nil. Yeah. We haven't got it right. We're pushing to get it right rather than going, oh, nothing to see here as the fireworks explode yeah, off in the background. Yeah, absolutely. They've just got to come clean and say, But they've got to act right. and do stuff because it's they're taking weight. Don't forget, this car's been 
nearly two years in the build. And three years or four years in the discussion and planning. Yeah. Correct. And they so, still haven't got it right. Because yeah, 2021 was the original They're still start lucky to date. get them on the grid at the start of the year. Yeah. Well, and they couldn't fix them. Yeah, If exactly. they did hit, like Courtney at Newcastle. It's a bit of a mess. And I think supercars, <laughs> from a PR standpoint, need to come out and go, guys, we haven't got it right. Be patient. We're going to try and get it right. Yeah, We're trying be, to get it right. Just be honest. and yeah. Because transparency just wins all the time. It's simple as that. I've always, I say this to my kids. You can't go wrong if you tell the truth. You just got to tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. Now, you might get in a bit of trouble and you might cop a bit of a butt kick and you might lose a little bit here or there. But you got to just tell the truth in every aspect of your life because you can never go wrong with the truth. Yeah. So supercars should just come out and go, okay, right now we've got it a bit wrong. We're trying hard to get it right. We appreciate everyone's patience, all the team's patience, everyone's patience. We promise we will get there yeah. because we got there with Gen 1 or, or Car of the Future. Future yeah. We got there with Gen 2 and we will get there with Gen 3. Yeah. But you just got to be a little bit patient with us. Uh, that was the hot lap. You can rely on your local Repco authorised service centre. For expert car service you can rely on, book online at repcoservice.com. As Maddie said, we are getting so many messages in thick and fast, so we'll take mm. a quick pause for the calls and be back and answer a lot of them. And we'll finally do our power rankings out of Tassie. So that oh, is up I next. I you missed that last week. There was just so much to talk about. We were, yeah. There was a lot to talk about, as you can see tonight oh. too, because everyone is just flooding our messages. And there was uh, a lot of sledging on McKeldon last week. Let me give you the strong tip. How's this one too? Uh, <laughs> Lee has very kindly offered, I'm independent, I'll test drive him. <laughs> Good on you, Lee. Very selfless of you, Lee. Well done. Uh, but it is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And thanks for joining us for you're listening around the country here on the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Uh, a couple of messages that came through after Big Malconio gave us a bonus um, classic cars corner and jumped in the co-host chairs. Evening, guys, and welcome back. Maddie Mac, you were missed. Did the main, oh, thanks did, for that. Did the main man from Kubota Racing say he was going to full throttle the king of Canberra? <laughs> <laughs> Canberra's an interesting topic, isn't it, boys? Oh, it is, isn't it? We will get to we'll that. We'll cover that a little bit later. When did we bring that up? Yeah. When did you bring that oh, up, Matty? 12 months ago. <laughs> yeah. I think my butt's still sore from getting kicked that hard. Yeah, <laughs> 12 months ago. That's farcial. Yeah. Thank you, Ross. It was. <laughs> hey, right fire. now, it is time to fire up my old Nissan Pintara because it's one of these. The driver's seat power rankings. There we go. That's quality Nissan products right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, again, I listen to all the podcasts during the week, and as people do, there's always little stingers, what we call what we call in the industry, folks, stingers, uh, little sound bites and that sort of stuff that lead into segments. I reckon that's the weakest one uh, going around, Nimsy. Right. That's a shocker. Tommy, if you're listening, uh, we'll like a new one, please. Uh, old Mr. McClements, who, considering the fact he's Irish, he's probably half cut as we speak. Oh. But uh, <laughs> it to <laughs> um, Let's have a look at the power rankings as they stand so far. Now, before mm. Tassie, it was Brody Kostecki on uh, in P1 with 11 votes. P2 is Will Brown on nine votes. SVG P3 with seven votes. Davey Reynolds on three votes in P4. P5 with two votes is Brock Feeney. 
and equal last with one vote, Chaz Mostert, James Golding, Bryce Fullwood, and James Courtney. So, uh, have we been a little harsh on Chaz given that he's second and the third in the championship? Maybe a little, maybe a little yeah, because he's little. like last on the list, and we've, yeah, okay. Mm. Maybe Smith, but uh, Maddie, do you want to go first? Advisement. Yeah, um, uh, I've had to jump into the uh, the TARDIS and go back in time, obviously to Taswija. I've had a look at the results. I've I've reminded myself of what was going on there. Obviously, Erebus had a dominant round, right? You had Will, you had Brody. They were racing nose to tail. Will took the chocolate, so I'm going to give Will three points yep. because Will. Stevie J seems to be the second man in the conversation when it comes to Erebus. It's always Brody this, Brody that, Brody this, Brody that. And I reckon Will showed that he should absolutely be part of every conversation when it comes to Erebus and the championship at a greater level. So going to give Will three points. Congrats, Will. My twos and ones, I'm going to give to the same team, different drivers. I'm going to give two points to Jack LeBrock. And I'm going to give one point to Cam Hill. And you could almost switch those around mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Uh, they had absolute, they had great early race pace. And I think as drivers, they showed exactly what they can do and what those cars can do. I think they got bummed in the pits a few times and their strategy probably wasn't fabulous, which is nothing to do with the driver. That's a lot to do with uh, what's on behind the wall. Not that I'm criticizing. I'm just saying sometimes that doesn't show the full potential. So I thought truck assist racing and those Camaros and those two drivers, particularly Cam Hill, which I think was in race two or three, he was up in the top three, Stevie J, and no one was putting a glove on him. He was racing really, really well. So three yep. to Will, two to JLB, which I think put, does that put JLB and Cam on the board? It I does. It, it does. So they're my points. Three to Will, two to JLB, one to Cam Hill. Congrats. How about you, Stevie? Mm. Um, well, I'm actually going to go – do you want me to do three, two, one or one, two, you, three? No, you, mate, you are in the driver's seat, as they say. You do whatever you like. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to actually go uh, one point. Go. To Tim Slade. Slade Dog. Oh, yeah. He, I can ap- see that. Apart from his yep. engine issue that he had on, on yep. the race 12, was it? La- the last race on yep. Sunday? Yep. He was there. He yep. was up there and having a really cracking weekend. So oh, I'm actually going to give uh, one point to Slade Dog. Um, I'm going to give two points to JLB. Same reason. Um, just a really good effort. Hopefully they can continue that form, but don't forget they were strong there last year in the previous generation car. It's true. MSR, they were fast they there were. last year. He was in the front row last year. Yeah. And Zane Goddard, but he our didn't guest cra- tonight. He didn't crash it So um, in uh, at the end of qualifying or at the end of the race, so he could yeah. actually run a car that was straight <laughs> this time. And Zane Goddard, our guest tonight, Stevie yep. J, he qualified, I think, on the first two rows yep. when he was part of the MSR Superlight yep. program. So exactly. they've got, they've, they're loving Tassie. They MSR. love Tassie. Yeah. And William Brown. The big brown mm. dog. He did well. The big well. brown dog. Mm. Brownie. <laughs> the brown <laughs> the brown dog. dog. Brownie. We can't call him Wilbur. W.H. Brown. Willie B. I don't even know what his middle name is, to be no. honest. <laughs> so where the age come from? I was just thinking Henry. <laughs> there but, we go. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Willie B. Willie B. Can we start a new nickname? Because Wilbur. We can no, he's Swill, isn't he? Yeah, oh, he's, he's Swill, swill isn't he? Swill. I like Willie B better. The Swilling Brown. <laughs> something that's in my um, yeah, head about that. Just super. Just super. He, yep. he had a, you know, obviously race win on uh, on race one on in Tasmania, race win on race three. Uh, just, 
you know, like, I mean, you, you could, and, and he might not have had his teammates measure in quality, but yeah. he, he had oh. race pace on Brody. He had race pace on him. Indeed. Um, which was super. And, Three podiums out of three races for the weekend. Two wins and a third. Can yeah. I give? Can I give? Can I give a special mention? Three points. Of course you can. It's not going to count on the board. I know, but Australian Formula Ford. <laughs> Great to have Formula Ford back on the supercars bill, and I thought produced some of the most exciting racing of that weekend. Even better than a few of the supercar races. Close, tight. A little bit desperate, which is what you're going to get from the junior burgers trying to build a career. And supercars made a special effort to make sure all their drivers, former, former Formula 4 drivers, Stevie J, go out the back and, and really give them a lot of time because there's a lot of love for Formula Ford. Yep. And I reckon Formula Ford should be on the supercars calendar at, at, at least three of the events yep. for their six-round championship. So well done, Australian Formula Ford. Coming back strong, yep. which is great. And that's what we like to see because that's you look at every – Look at the grid right now of supercars and see how many people oh. went through Formula Ford. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it speaks. And look at the size of the grid as opposed to S5000, yes. uh, which are meant to be the gold star, the top bananas in open wheel racing in Australia. And they struggle to put a grid of 10 together. Yeah. And yet you get like 17, 18 of the junior burgers, mum and dad racers, going down to Tassie to put on a hell of a show. So mm. congrats to them. To Icky Harrington and Stevie White and all the people putting putting uh, Formula Ford back together again, round by round, piece by piece. You're doing a brilliant job, fellas. Yeah, we will uh, take a quick pause for the cause and be back. We've got a lot of messages to get through. Oh, and, yeah. And we're going to talk some IndyCar. That's next on The Driver's Seat. <laughs> is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seat. And uh, look, we, we do this often. In fact, we did we did this last week when we basically binned the entire rundown. But we were going to talk about Monaco <laughs> here. Uh, but uh, it's pretty simple. Max Verstappen won, did it well. Uh, Sergio Perez cra- uh, crashed out. Uh, Fernando Alonso was second. And Alpine's Esteban Ocon was third. And Oscar Piastri got points. And as we always say, Nimsy, if you want entertainment in motorsport, just add water. Yep. And certainly adding a little bit of rain certainly spiced up the race a little bit. But Monaco's sensational, obviously, for what it is. It's incredible to watch. And um, Max blew him away. That qualifying lap, that last sector of that qualifying lap, Stevie J, unbelievable. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was unbelievable. pretty special. And hit the wall. I think our friend Graham Lagerlo, uh <laughs> put up on Facebook that there was a radio call where he's saying, oh, I hit the wall. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the old days. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he certainly, I think all of them clipped the wall. Some of them got away with it. Some of them didn't. But now, now the reason that special. the reason that I wanted to speed through those Monaco results is because we are getting so much love on the temper text. 0433981116. We absolutely love it. And we do appreciate it too, because we know there's a lot of people that will be keen to watch uh, Origin tonight or would have wanted to listen to it or whatever. So the fact yes. that you guys have decided to, to join the three of us monkeys, and uh, text in. We've we mm. got to get to some of these texts. So Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you, Frank and Fakatani. Hey. Where's he from? Uh, <laughs> I had to watch myself there. Um, <laughs> 0433 98 when he's got his tongue twisted. He does. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's had a couple of failures in the tongue department this evening. <laughs> Which is not a sentence I often say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
How was your day, hun? Yeah, was your, was your day good at work, hun? A couple of failures in the tongue department, love. Oh, hold um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, we don't need Mel. Well, you better go and sort that out, Nimsy, before you go uh, home. Um, <laughs> bloody working with kids. <laughs> oh, he says after last week. Now, after Dick Seaman last week. <laughs> former driver. I had someone actually ask me, he's like, uh, I had uh, so a great one of our uh, one of our great colleagues on our sister station, Essie Track, Toby McKinnon, comes up to me and says, mm. first thing he said when he rocked up on Thursday morning before he has to host uh, his wonderful show, Trot's Life, he just stands at the door to my office and just goes, Dick Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, thanks for listening, Tobes. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> former Formula One driver for Germany. Uh, <laughs> oh my god it just, it just keeps going now um let's get to some of these text messages so uh this one is from imagine if we had audio of dick seaman <laughs> oh, wouldn't go for long uh, dick seaman coming oh, around the outside oh, oh dick seaman oh dick seaman into the fence oh there's seaman all over the track <laughs> dick seaman comes through the middle look out he's in the fence the bones of the fence they're all in the okay. fence Righto, pure pure old behaviour over. Let's roll into the Indy 500 because it was outstanding, Nimsy. Yeah, yes, but uh, so here's some of the text coming through. Uh, Brad in Perth, uh, still recovering from my motorsport hangover from the weekend. Sunday was a big night, managed an hour and a half between races, then pushed through the wee hours but called it when the tyre went flying. Jeez, between the onboard footage of Kirkwood oh. lifting his visor and that tyre narrowly missing the crowd, that was some scary tish. Thank you, Brad in Perth. Can I tell you, Bradley, um, good to have you on the show that was one of the most frightening things I'd ever seen. Stevie J and I were just talking about it before we came on. Had that thing been 30 metres to the right or 50 metres back on the track, had that happened, we would be having a very sombre discussion this week because Stevie J, that thing would have been cruising at 200 mile an hour. Mm. Had that hit the grandstand with 340,000 people in attendance, Oof. that would have been like a hand grenade going off. We we would be talking about multiple deaths. Yeah. So they have been, and I'm going to say it, I may get in trouble from the broadcasting people, but they have been kissed on the dick by a fairy <laughs> that that thing went through the grandstand and hit a Chevy Cruze on the other side. Oh, obliterating perfect car it. to hit too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the fact it didn't go outside, the fact it missed the grandstand, and then didn't hit anyone through the middle. <gasps> Mate, as I said oh. to you off air, there was somebody upstairs looking down on everybody oh, yeah. there that day and yeah. where that tyre went. So yeah. thank God for that. Let's just for let's just moment. not think about it, to yeah. be honest, yeah. and let's just let them obviously figure out why because those those tyres and those wheels on those cars are meant to be tethered on. So, well, which in- and, and, and for all of our listeners, if you don't know what a tether is, it's, it's an ultra – um, it's it's not – I don't think it's – depending on what they make them out of now, sometimes it's like pure Kevlar, sometimes it's it's metal, but there are, there are uh, uh, metal or some sort of an apparatus. That Xylon, can, uh, this Xylon. is called. Yeah, there you go. And they're, and it's it's like military-grade stuff, mm. this stuff. It's ultra, ultra strong, mm. um, and it's meant to keep uh, the wheel and the, the wheel hub. And see, what may have happened, Matty, too, like we don't even know because – they, the tethers are only uh, connected to the, what they call the, the upright. So the upright, the main part of the, the outer suspension that holds the spindle where the wheel bolts onto. Yes. With the way that that hit, it, the, 
the tether and everything might still be on the car. The uprights might it might be actually the wheels smashed in the middle, mm. and then the outer rim of the wheel and the tire is all gone. Yeah, and then yeah. That, that's not tethered. Well, IndyCar have come out with a statement I think today saying we have got the wheel, we have looked at it, the tether has not failed. But we, regardless, we need to make sure that that never happens again. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was dead set scary. Yeah. So, you know, but. All's well that ends well, like, thankfully. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But what um, what bewilders me, too, is you, you're upside down at 200 mile an hour and you lift your visor. <laughs> Have you seen what anything the, like it? What the hell was he thinking? There's sparks and junk flying around everywhere. Mate. Close your visor. <laughs> Close your visor. Close your eyes and do some, like, Hail Marys with your right hand from your forehead to your chest and to your left and right boob yeah. and go, oh. please, God, get me out of here. If I'm, if what I, the hell is he I'm thinking? Cruising. OH&S. OH&S is on to oh, him. he's on, people. He's on a soapbox. Oh, uh, no, I so, love but, it. But seriously, why oh. would you open your eyes? I mean, if, he must have been shocked. Oh, where am I? If oh, I'm, I'm skidding. Oh, am I, am I in my bedroom? Did I turn my lights off? Oh, shh. No, there's some things going on there. I'll put it back down. If I'm skidding two inches off the concrete on my head at 200 mile an hour, the last thing I'm doing is flipping the visor. Yeah, yeah. You know why? And knowing that I've got a camera on me as well, I'd be crying. I'd be crying. I'd be calling for my mum. I'd be, <laughs> get me out of here. That was terrifying stuff. But yep. when we come back, Nimsy, we've got time to talk about the race as yes. opposed to all the stuff. Yes, we will talk about the race and we will get to the rest. Joe knew was sensational. We will get to the rest of your text as well. 0433 98 11 16. They are coming in thick and fast. We'll do a little lightning round of texts before we talk IndyCar. That is coming up next here on the driver's seat. All thanks to Kubota for over 40 years we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And a quick reminder, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It is available in the App Store. A quick lightning round when it comes to the text because they are coming in thick and fast. Uh, Lee, also, we did get your text and no, we won't read it out, so don't worry. Very um, funny, though. <laughs> very funny. Did we, we won't us, do that. Did give us a bit of a chuckle. <laughs> Dave from Melton says, looking forward to the Speed Series round next weekend at Winton. We'll be there camping trackside. We've always gone to the supercars around at Winton, but due to them not racing there, we'll go support the Speed Series. Good man. Good on you, Dave. Um, Good on you, Dave. One Enjoy from, that. One from Stevie t- J's going to be there. Yeah, it's full kit and convertible there, so mm-hmm. go check it out. Tommy in Hobart, three votes the, to the recovery cruise at Simmons. Ten minutes to pick up a Formula Ford. Is it great? <laughs> yeah, Tommy, there's some issues there because they were exactly the same with the Speed Series earlier on in the year. So, uh, yeah, that, that's got to that's got to change if we're going to go back there, which I believe we are, and I mean, we should, but they've got to get quicker with that stuff. Uh, here's one that we're going to look into a little bit later on, uh, Gabe's, because uh, we need to do a little bit more investigations. Uh, the uh, the results from Newcastle Events Survey, which is part of the decision process for future Newcastle Supercars events, was delayed until July. It was originally mm. mid-May, so we'll have to do a bit of a deep dive on that one for you. Uh, the abacus failed. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> the bean counters are headed to Darwin. Wow. So they went around. There you go. Um, here's another one. I'm a big Holden GM fan, but more importantly, I'm a fan of racing. This is not a good look. That's from Brad talking about the uh, the parody 
discrepancy that is happening. Uh, another Good for one, you, Brad. Another one from Scotty in Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide is the place to be today with uh, oh, Origin. I yeah. can tell you that. Hey, guys. First time texter. Love the show and came to your event in Melbourne and won the F1 tickets. Thanks again. What oh, do you, there you go. I remember you. Yeah. What do you guys think about the back and forth between RD and Adderton lately? Is RD in the wrong by saying that Erebus and Triple Eight are just doing a better job than the rest? Stevie J said it perfectly before. No matter who is dominating, they are always going to say and deflect so that the domination isn't focused on. So, yeah, yeah look, uh, it, it's purely and simply politics. Scotty, there's no doubt about that. I also reckon that uh, that uh, Pedro might be a little bit annoyed that uh, Vodafone is the, <laughs> is the official partner of the official telco of supercars now. So, uh, uh, yes. So that yes. Might, that... Peter, Peter Adderton, we're talking about there, has not had a good couple of weeks. No, no. When it comes to supercars, because Brock Feeney, who he's backed throughout his whole career, now has Vodafone on his helmet yeah. as well. And didn't he cut up rough about that? Oh. <laughs> oh, he absolutely Seriously. blew up Deluxe Online. I don't care. Why, 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 why? <laughs> he was not. So, is Brock happy. not meant to get, you know, if Brock leaves triple eight in the future is he not allowed to get a monster deal or a v deal or something you know what i mean like just stupid well look in some ways i can understand it from pete's point of view he feels probably a little bit aggrieved by that sort of stuff but at the end of the day uh and from what i understand pete offered brock a deal again i'm not entirely sure offered a deal and that got knocked back so but the reality is you're in a commercial world and if you don't come up with the big biscuits then you don't get on the on the lids, mm. and uh, clearly Vodafone came up with but the big I thought, biscuits. I thought that the Vodafone, sorry, the boost side of things, when Brock went to T eight, that was a T eight thing that he wasn't allowed to have boost there. Don't know because of uh, an affiliation that T eight's got with Vodafone. Don't know. Yeah. But, but either thought. way, he blew up Deluxe on mm. socials and had a feral crack at Brock. He he did rather, but um, mm. look at the end of the day, uh, we've. I work in commercial radio. Whoever pays my bills, Correct. I will, like, that's. Cash is king, Nimsy. If, if you Cash ke- is king. If you keep the lights on, then, uh, yep. then yeah, yeah. I'll happily endorse. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, this one. <laughs> I am a commercial whore. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this <laughs> one pay, is. I'll say. This one is from Matt and Freeman's Reach. And I'm just looking at the clock. So we might have to take a quick break before we get to it. In fact, mm. we probably will. Um, uh, Coming back, Maddie. Maddie in Freeman's Reach wants to know about IndyCar. He says, what's your opinion on IndyCar and Red Flag in the race to ensure it finishes under green? I've got no yep. problem with it. Puts the spectators both on TV and trackside first. And let's face it, not one person at the start of a race said, gee, I hope this finishes under caution. <laughs> Maddie, we'll give you the Correct. full Indy 500 wrap-up next right here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Back with more right after this. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It's great to have your company here on the driver's seat. Wherever you're listening around the planet, we've had a lot of people ask us about this and it was some very, very exciting racing happening in the Indianapolis 500. If you missed it, here it is courtesy of our great man, uh, Lee Crackers Diffy. Newgarden with a monster run off turn two. Joseph Newgarden has never won the Indianapolis 500. And he's ahead on this last lap. Joseph Newgarden 
Is this the moment when the pain ends? And Joseph Newgarden finally wins the Indianapolis 500. It wasn't without controversy, though, was it? That was crackers up on the limiter. He's, he he's, he did very huge. well. Good on him too. There was controversy, Nimsy, because in the last ten laps we had we had multiple accidents that ended up red flagging the race, Stevie J. So the race got stopped and everyone had to pull into pit lane. The final one of that, there was two laps left. Now the normal the normal policy is for the cars will roll out behind the Corvette safety car. They'll do one lap behind the safety car, get their tire temp up because that's obviously critically for, critical for safety in, at Indy. And then Indica, the Corvette pulls in and the Indy cars blaze off. Two laps left, red flag, come into the pits. They let them go once the crash was cleared from the main straight. No safety car. They just went out and did one warm-up and then it was a belter lap to the end. In a situation like that, Nimsy, uh, the person who was leading, who then got overtaken in the final corner, is always going to call bloody murder. Oh, and he's always going to say that was not safe and all that sort in of fact, stuff. And did he? And did he? And Marcus Am- and Marcus Ambrose, Marcus Armstrong, <laughs> and Marcus Ericsson. Jeez, jeez, how am I going? A lot of Marcuses that you stuffed up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can get it right the third time. Marcus Ericsson um, felt that it wasn't safe and all that kind of stuff. But how good was Joe New? Joseph Newgarden, Supertex, mm-hmm. finally getting it. He's a two-time champion. He's competed in so many Indy 500s. This was the one missing Stevie J from his uh, the baby. He doesn't. He never had the baby Borg, mm-hmm. the Borg Warner Trophy, but he does now. Um, we've actually got. Here's what uh, Marcus Ericsson actually had to say after the race, and uh, he, this is it in his words. Nah, I just thought it was an uh, unfair and dangerous end to the race. I don't think it was enough laps to do what we did. I think we've never done a restart out of the pits, and uh, you know we don't get the tires up to temperature. You know, I think we did everything right today. I'm very proud of the number eight crew and then everyone in Chip Ganassi Racing. Uh, so yeah, I'm proud of us. I'm, I'm, you know, congratulations to Joseph. He, he did everything right as well. So you know, he's he's a worthy champion. But I'm just very disappointed with the way that end that ended. I don't think that was fair. I reckon that if you got the cholesterol reading on Marcus Ericsson, there is a high level of salt there. <laughs> and that's from last year's winner. So it's not like he doesn't have a Borg Warner trophy. I ask you this, Stevie J. Had Marcus Ericsson come out and defended his lead and crossed the line to become a two-time champion, would it be Joe New who would be blowing up about mm. going out without the appropriate amount of laps to get the tyres warm. And would Marcus have said, oh, look, glad to have won it, glad to be a two-time. But I think that was dangerous. I don't think we should have done that. Yeah, exactly. The Indy 500 drivers, folks, fans, (laughs) needs to finish under green, not behind a safety car. So uh, it was a sensational race. Alex Pillow was probably the one who was the most robbed. He was quickest all month, Um, got pole, uh, and then got tagged in a pit lane incident that basically destroyed his race. Uh, and Scotty Mack, unfortunately, pains me to say it, no pace. Mm. All month, he had nothing. He just had nothing. Didn't have a good round, didn't have a good race, and in fact made uh, contact, I think, with Paginot at one point, ripping the uh, the front the, the the front spoiler off the car. Um, spoiler? Splitter. Wing. <laughs> wing. Let's call it a wing. Mm. Uh, hit the front wing off. So it was a sensational race. If you do have Stan Sport, or I think it's even on YouTube, go and have a look at it on YouTube. <laughs> it is what racing should be. Um, <laughs> we've just <laughs> very funny. Yes, yes. That Lee? That's is Lee. That Lee. That's Good Lee on the text. Uh-huh. Was Marcus Sakanovic in the 500 <laughs> as well? <laughs> For those playing at home, Marcus Sakanovic was my co-driver at uh, Darwin a couple of weeks ago. All the Marcuses 
Armstrong, Ambrose, Sikanovic, and Ericsson. Um, but, <laughs> All the Marcuses. But yeah, look, it's it. <laughs> what about Marcus Marshall? You Marcus him? Marshall? <laughs> yes, the old no limit supercar driver. Yep. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm it was to. more. It was got to be more. It Sorry, was a absolute stellar uh, race, and you've yep. said you've said I think you've said it numerous times, Maddie. Like IndyCar really is like probably the premier motor series at the moment when it comes to like you know just bang for buck and like excitement when you watch it. As a sports fan, Nimsy, when you roll into an event, when you pay your hard earned both at the event and also for your pay TV at home. You want to watch your sport going in, not knowing who's going to win. When you watch Formula One at the moment, there is a fair to midland chance it's going to be a Red Bull car and it's going to be Max. More often than not. And if it's not Max, it'll be Chekhov. Well, or something like that. But with IndyCar, it could be the person who qualified 19th. It could be the team, the most underfunded team in pit lane, Stevie J, that, that gets the milk. So, as there's a big dust-up in, uh, as we're watching on the screen, there's oh, yeah, a big dust-up in State of Origin. That's what we like, boys. Get in there. Rugby league. <laughs> rugby league. Um, so, I, I, that's how I like my sport. That's how I like my rugby league. That's how I like my motorsport. I don't want to know Ooh, who's going to win. <laughs> oh, that's a big that's hit. A- so, uh, I think IndyCar right now is the best form of motorsport entertainment right now on the planet. And it just happens that we've got Aussies and Kiwis in there. And it doesn't matter whether it's ovals or road courses. They're no. just so – they're sensational races. Oh. You know, they're close races. They're, they're wheel-to-wheel battles. They're, you know, there's passing. There's repassing. It's just it's – It's unpredictable, just, isn't it? Yeah. It's unpredictable and it's very cool because more than one person is going to be able to win it. And any category that's got a driver called Stingray Rob <laughs> has got my yes. <laughs> Good on you, Stingray. Unfortunately, that, didn't finish. Still on his driver's license. That's the best part about it. Yeah, no, nope, gets driven to the circuit by mum and dad. It's kind of like, it's kind of like um, uh, in that old movie Superbad, where he's got the fake ID that says McLovin. <laughs> I've never seen Superbad. <laughs> yep. Cool. So that's lost on me. I've just I've also realised Superbad came out in two thousand and seven uh, when I was still in uni. So wrong crowd here. Probably should have mentioned that joke to Zane Goddard. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, he probably would have enjoyed. He that. would have loved that one. But uh, that's Crickets. one. That's one for he's ne- here all week, folks. One for next he's time. He's here all week with the gags. But you give him. A... <laughs> I bet you if you gave him an American Pie, he would know what to do with it. Oh, <laughs> I do know the American Pie movies, folks. Yeah, I we... know Dick Seymour to know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We're going to talk Canberra. We will do that next. Oh, yes. Hello. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Manny, that's a trigger. That's a trigger for me. I was about to say, there's a sphincter tightening on the Gold Coast at the moment. <laughs> Where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? I'm going to put my wallet away. All that and more coming up next on the driver's seat. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, I can't remember how long ago it was that we brought up uh, a return to Canberra when it comes to supercars, but we did 12 get, months ago. 12 months. Yeah, we got into a little bit of froth and bubble. Uh, oh, we, did, we didn't get into froth and bubble, but it was it was certainly... Uh, there was a tap uh, on the ins- shoulder. There was a tap on the shoulder and slightly insinuated that uh, that we would should take that piece of information that we dropped, I think... It was one of our sponsors' off-track update thing. Yep, correct. And uh, it was a good bit of news. 
great bit it was of news. A good, it was a great bit of news, but I was certainly tapped on the shoulder and told, hey, can we please make sure that that's, that does not get replayed on the podcast and be downloadable? Now, if you're an AFL journo, as we've seen in recent times, um, you could basically go tell them to go and GF. Um, but we aired on the side of caution because we certainly didn't want to get any legal trouble and we pulled the pin on that in our in our uh, podcast moving forward, Nimsy boy, as yep. you did, uh, as Queensland scores another try, Queenslander. Uh, but at the end of the day, we were bloody right. 12 months ago before any other news, and this is the funny thing, right, because you, Nimsy, you read all the stuff online about Things that as exclusively exclusively revealed on as dot, first dot, dot. brought to you by <laughs> well sorry all podcasts and or, and all print journalists none of you had it twelve months ago and we did and we put it out there and uh, it looks as though we might be going to um, back to Canberra and we've seen the track haven't we Stevie J we have the track looks good it does it's it not very like good. what we had when you won there. Uh, it was one of your round wins in yep. supercars. And I don't think it will be in the time when you won it, which was the middle of winter. <laughs> so no one, including tyre temp, could be uh, could be warmed up. So I, I, we're going back. I think we need to go back because we need to expand the amount of rounds. And I'd rather go back there than Singapore. So we'll see what happens. But we certainly had it 12 months ago. So here's another one too. So because there was a couple of interesting things that were sort of said. And because uh, a lot of people have sort of said, all right, why do you want to go to Singapore first off and be a support to the F1s? Which I can understand why you would. Because it, it's when you sort of see it on that same level, mm. on the same program, it looks really good as a product. Mm. Understand mm. that. But it did spark some debate on whether supercars should focus on domestic races. Especially that we don't have New Zealand. We don't mm. have a single New Zealand round at the moment. And some of it's not supercars' fault because obviously Pukakoi is... It was just put, put taken off the table for us. It's just like they went, yeah, they yeah, went yeah. their way, and they sort of yep. did that. And you know that's fine. You can do whatever they want, but you also don't have. Uh, there are tracks that aren't being used, like Winton, Queensland Raceway, PI. All of those things should happen before we look international. If you're looking after your fans first and foremost, yes. If you recognise that, like all sports, Stevie J, motorsport is a business. Mm -hmm. It's the reason we're watching. State of Origin tonight from Adelaide because Adelaide would have paid a tish amount of tish load amount of money for it to be there. Um, so uh, the the reason they go to Singapore, Nimsy, is because they get they'll get paid big bucks to go there. Um, you're right, Winton, Phillip Island, back to Canberra. I don't think there's any others that we're missing out on now. Um, but they are going to try and run. They, I think they do want to get it back to a 15 round championship. Yeah, as well. I heard that too. Yeah, they want to look at that. So if you include Canberra in that. Mm. Um, uh, so that we're 12 this year, aren't we? So that goes to 13, 14 in New Zealand. And then what's the bet they'll turn around and go, oh, we'll do one fly away, Singapore at 15. And that'll all be for the money. Mm. Don't worry. It will all be for the money. And they will be getting paid a truckload to go and do it. So, you know, I, I get that. I understand that. And as I say, it's why we're watching State of Origin from Adelaide. So I would like to see them back at Winton because I think Supercars put on, used to put on great racing at Winton. But maybe Winton need to up their game from a facilities point of view, Stevie J. I'd like to see them back at Queensland Raceway. You know, TQ's trucked a truckload of money at Queensland Raceway, which we're racing at this weekend. We've got corporate facilities, NIMSY, and closed-in garage. I mean, it's sensational. Yeah. So uh, would I rather see New Zealand, 
Queensland Raceway and Canberra come back to make 15 rounds as opposed to the 12 right now? Absolutely. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I think we'll probably go to Singapore. All right. So the question, the next question then you ask is when do you put it in the calendar? Because Stevie, when you, when you were flying around the streets of uh, Canberra, you know, standing on top steps of podium and getting pole positions and whatnot, it was cold as hell, wasn't it? It was freezing in Canberra. It was cold. It was <laughs> no other way to put it. <laughs> when you're scraping the ice off the windscreen of your rental, wow, <laughs> oh, man, must have been scary though. Genuinely scary to be not be able to get tire temp. Look, um, sub zero. Yeah, I mean, you still could, but obviously out of the pits and that's pretty pretty sketchy. But yeah. But, geez, it was nice conditions inside the car to drive in. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But if you want a crowd, Nimsy. A bit like Steve, Darwin, Matty, you know? Oh, yeah, that was great inside the car. Yep. Yeah. Old Edgel Beetroot over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like being microwaved, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Just rolling around in a microwave. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I think if you're going to do it, I think it needs to be either in the, obviously, in the first quarter or the last quarter of the year, Nimsy. And Steve, I, I, I don't, you couldn't have it in midwinter again. You just couldn't do it. That's why we go to Darwin in midwinter. midwinter. It's why yeah. we go to Townsville in midwinter. Um, but I think, I think New South Wales, which obviously borders the ACT, needs to be there. And if we are to claim ourselves as a truly national championship, we need to go to every state and every territory. And so, therefore, ACT needs to be there. Well, mm-hmm. They got the streets. They're nice and wide. The place is really clean. Facilities will be good. And we, as they, we've seen the track, Nimsy, and the uh, the track is pretty good. And and one of our one of our uh, regular listeners has texted in uh, and said, Canberra, told you. Minus brackets, legal. Minus the legal intervention. <laughs> um, yes, Frank, you did tell me, and you did very well. Uh, so just quickly before we uh, touch on that, you, you mentioned how you want it to be a fully national championship, which it kind yep. of is. Like Perth is going to tip money and go and said, yep. Yeah, we're happy to. Yeah, another two, another two years. Yep, yeah. extension on that. So, uh, and, and that could go to a well. That could. I think it's only a two-year extension to Wanneroo, Stevie J, because I think they're looking at trying to do a Perth Street race as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's been in in the talk, and I guess the the mind of supercars for a long time now. Yep. So, um, uh, that'd be good though. Whether it will happen, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it would be quite cool. But um, I'm still a bit of a Stickler for a bit of balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know the street race, it that takes the race to the people. But, you know, then the guys like, uh, you know, at um, Barbagello or whatever it's called now. Carco.com.au. Uh, Carco. Raceway, Raceway. Whatever it is. Yeah. Commercial. No, Barbagello. Wanneroo. Yeah. Wanneroo. Yeah. Yeah, Barbagello. It's Wanneroo. Yeah. Sand City. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, and they miss out, you know what I mean? And, and that's sort of something that, Kicks those car clubs on for the whole year. And I don't disagree with you, but it's bloody hard. You know, we don't have Queensland Raceway, but we've got the Gold Coast 500 uh, street race. We go to Townsville, street race. If we went to Tassie, uh, if we went to Perth, sorry, potential street race. Canberra, street race. So I'm a bit with you, Stevie J. I think we need to see a balance. Hidden Valley, normal circuit. Um, Queensland Raceway, normal circuit. Winton, normal circuit. We cannot forget the heartland of our sport and we cannot forget those circuits and we cannot forget the car clubs, as you rightly say, that these things fund them for, for you know, potentially 12 months. I think Townsville is a very unique situation, though, because there you've actually got, like, a local community that do love that race and they want that race. And you've got the infrastructure that's there, like, nine, like you know, 
11 out of 12 months where it's not, uh, you know, a racetrack that's purpose built for it. Like, you know, it is. Well, they, yeah, they don't have any of that. They don't have a purpose built racetrack. There is one being built up there at the moment, but it's more like a driver facility than it is a, a full blood be able to accept supercars size yeah. racing. So, yeah, I, I, I have no disagreement with Townsville. I think Townsville's perfect. You've got to remember that, that Queensland is on the eastern seaboard, half of the country. Yes. You know, Victoria and New South Wales fit into Queensland. So uh, it, there should be a middle or like a uh, southeast Queensland and there needs to be Central. a top end, yep. you know. So I, I don't disagree with that sort of stuff. But I'm a little bit with Stevie J that Perth, whilst able to put on a pretty good street race and they've got the parkland there and it's along the foreshore, Red Bull had their air race there. That would be G-Rouse. Yeah. But is it grouse enough to be at the cost of something like Wanneroo, Barbagallo, Sand City? I don't know. <laughs> What's <laughs> What's well, full of sand? Oh, okay. It's built on a sand dune. I was trying to think. I'm just like Sand City. What kind of company is that? Well, well I'm not. Sand. I'm not calling it by its corporate name because that's a wank fest. I so I'm not doing that. I'm actually going to Carco or whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, I don't think they spend with the station, so we're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you do, apologies. <laughs> uh, make sure you get your hands on the all new driver's seat app. It's got podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It's a must for all motorsport fans. Speaking of racetracks, we want to talk about Calder Park. And a certain championship that our M. McKeldon is a part of. But yeah. all that and more is coming up next right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And thank you for joining us here on the driver's seat this week. A lot of messages coming through. Did you read that text that just came in? Probably. Yeah, is that Lee? Yeah, it's Lee. That's normally at the Lee. end of an event. There is always a thank you segment for the driver's. The driver's seat needs an apology segment, like when Scaife coming. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you kind of do that. Every having a couple of little adult beverages, enjoying the atmosphere. <laughs> we kind of do that every week, Lee. Nimsy apologises that we didn't have time for Scafey every week. It's, it's, it, we well, just, when he remembers. When he, you know, he, it's hard to remember a nose like that. So. Well, my, did, you, did you say a nose or a name? A name. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> I think you said nose. <laughs> Your apologies. Um, now, here's a couple of texts before we uh, wrap up this evening. Yes. Um, Barkley Nettlefold did an interview on the Parked Up podcast in which he said that the Gen 3 was further behind in development than the race were led to believe when they purchased supercars. But the same people who were involved before are still involved now. Does the top motorsport category in Australia's employee full of incompetent liar liars? Doesn't pass the pub test. BS detector to me. That's from Mark in Merrigum. Stop treating the fans like we're stupid. Well, yes. And you're 100% right, Mark, in what you say. And also, uh, the what do they say? The fish rots from the head. Yes. And uh, when you've now got the owner of supercars, Buckley Netterfold, coming out blaming race and supercars and other bits and pieces that this is not what we paid for, oh, that's even worse. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be in a situation of controversy, you almost at least have to show a united front going forward. Of course, stick you, to the same you, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's cannot. Like when you broke a window next door at the neighbour's house. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It wasn't me. Was it you? It was over at Caleb's house. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I think you're 100 percent, Mark. Right, Mark. That's just not a good look, Buckley. You got to, you got to back the team and 
have a have a you know head kicking session in the boardroom if you need, not in the press. Uh, here's one too from Matt and Freeman's Reach. Hi, Ian Legends. If Newcastle gets the punt, where do we start the championship? Well, Matty, maybe if if Newcastle does get the Tijuana brass, Stevie J, maybe we do start at Canberra. Canberra. Yeah, in summer. Could be Canberra, yep. Maybe we do that. And then you include, so Canberra, New Zealand, uh, Queensland Raceway and Singers, Singapore. Maybe Queensland Raceway doesn't get a gig. I mean, that puts you to 16 if you include all those four. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But um, uh, we'll see. It does pose I'd, a lot of questions because isn't there a contract that says the championship needs to start in New South Wales? Oh well, only if you have it, if you're getting New South Wales funding, wow. and that's what's up. That's what's up for grabs at the moment is with the Newcastle thing. Does New South Wales continue or dest- destination, destination New, South, New Wales South Wales is the the people that fund the Newcastle thing? So if Newcastle Council want it, and Destination New South Wales are willing to pay the the wedge, then yes, it's either first or last round. Um, if that goes out, well maybe whoever the governing body in Canberra is that's going to fund this thing, maybe they take up that first position. I'd love to see Canberra Street Race up first with Adelaide Street Race Oh, to, at to the end. bookend it, yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And, and in the middle of the season, Gold Coast and, and Townsville. I think yep. f- I think four street races, Stevie J, I think that's that's pretty that good. Would, yeah, I think that's, that'd be good. And then obviously we've still got Grand Prix debatable Grand Prix as to whether and, it's a street yeah, race. Exactly but, right, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, just quickly, too, before we wrap up, uh, Matty Mack will be in action this weekend. It's a home race. Talk about Queensland Raceway. You yes. will be there at the Two Days of Thunder. That'll be Rumble this Rumble. Saturday and Sunday. It'll be live on SBS and Fox Sports Sunday from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. The TA2 Muscle Car Series and the Australian Excel Series debut will be some of the highlights for round three of the High Tech Oil Super Series. They're actually combining because the Two Days of Thunder is an actual event that they always have at QR, and now they've just yep. sort of joined forces with the uh, Super Series? Yeah, pretty well. And the Super Series is is really open to having a rotating roster for local categories. So we had some local categories at uh, Winton. We've had some local categories at Darwin. Now we've got some local categories here at Queensland Raceway. Yes, but uh, going, we've got racing, qualifying and racing on Saturday and then three races on Sunday with some weather expected, Stevie J. 40% chance it's going to rain. Oof. SBS... Simulcast on Fox Sports. You could also stream it live on the TA2 website. We've got a uh, field of twenty. As well. Yep, uh, we got we got a field of twenty cars, which is which is pretty good because that was that's bigger than uh, what the Trans Am class had at Phillip Island. So to get twenty locals mm. at uh, QR is pretty good, including um, Young Morris is coming out. Uh, the Flash Nash, the Flash Morris is coming out after his dominant victory in um, at Phillip Island. So that's going to be good. Russell Wright, former champion, comes back to the class as well. Um, it's it's actually quite a stacked field this weekend of, of talent, As uh, not excluding myself, obviously. I'll be down the back. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, staying out of trouble. Looking forward to it. Lots of people coming out. So uh, make sure you get out. Got posters too, Stevie J. Mrs. Mack organised posters this week. You're going to be there. I'll be there. You'll be there, crewing for Rod Leonard. Yep. Steering the Leonard ship, the good ship Leonard. Look at that. So yep. uh, we'll all be there. Are any other other Johnstons going to be there? Uh, Jet will be there too. He'll be helping Rob as well. Oh, there you so, go. Yep. 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 So I'll be up there. There you go. Uh, make sure you come down and say good day. 
if you're local to the area. Yeah, but if you if you can't make it up to uh, to Queensland or down to Queensland, wherever you are around mm. this planet, as Dwayne Russell would say, <laughs> great to have your company wherever you might be watching around the planet. Um, you can follow all of the action and behind the scenes um, sort of stuff that's happening with Maddie Mac at the brand new Kubota Racing social media page on Instagram. Yes. It was actually funny because when I actually made when I did the post that we could point everyone. But I, yeah. I did about two different drafts because I was just like, thanks to Facebook, God. And I was like, oh, you know what? I don't want the driver's seat patch to disappear. So I tried to be <laughs> as diplomatic as possible. <laughs> you, know, you know how it's just like, I'm like, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care why it's under review, the Facebook page, but would you just tell me why? That's all I want. Some communication somewhere <laughs> from Facebook. That'd be lovely. Or better. Meta? Is it Meta who run after it? I don't know. Oh, anyway, who knows? We're on Instagram, uh, Kubota Australia Racing. We're starting to try and fill it full of content. I'll do some videos and stuff over the weekend. But, um, yeah, that's where you'll get your updates. Uh, one last one before we hit the old frog and toad. Uh, Lee, who has been a top-quality texter tonight, I can tell you that. Yes, best on ground, Lee. Start the championship in New South Wales at the Tweed border and race around the streets of Coolangatta in Queensland. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> Who's funding it? The Byron Shire Council. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, what... I, got asked, I got asked for a race. The other week, last week, week before Did you? last, yeah, someone was going on about um, uh, their cars and this and that, and I think yeah. they got a Tesla or something. Oh, they said, oh, "I'll race you." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll race you." They go, "All right, let's do it." What are you going to bring? I said, "I'm going to bring me Lanham Motor Group Ranger." Oh, and there they're like, go. and I'm not Jay. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And they're like, "Oh, smoke you." He goes, "Where do you want to race?" I said from Sydney to Brisbane. <laughs> I mean, I love Teslas. They're great in a straight line. I'm not, it's the braking and the turning that, and the stopping every little while to have to, you know, plug it in. I was about nice, to say. Nice, nice big. Uh, oh, Queenslander big in again. Queenslander straight yes. in. Yes. With only minutes to go. Queens, <laughs> Queenslander. Look like they might be taking first blood in the state of origin. Oh, look at that. He just. Just like he pushed him off like he wasn't even there. He's just like running Run around home, Josh Addo car. Look at that. Because he's got his pants too high. Josh Addo car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, JT. But that wraps up the driver's seat. A big thank you to Zane Goddard for joining us. Thank you to everyone for the messages and for joining us. We will be back same time next week. Make sure if you're out at QR that you go say good day to the boys. Take photos, tag us on Instagram and all the socials. But we'll catch you next week for the driver's seat. Sorry, Mark Scaife, ran out of time. <laughs>